We interrupt this program to give you a bulletin just received from one of our naval units at sea. A large object traveling at supersonic speed is headed over the North Atlantic. Once a normal, voluptuously beautiful woman, she drove into a nightmare of horror and saw descending from the sky. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. I feel retrogasmic. 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 With Danny Deluxe and Hetty LeBomb. Welcome to the Retrogasmic Podcast. I'm Dee Dee Deluxe. And I'm Hetty LeBomb. This week we have a very vintage day out special. We were lucky enough to spend the weekend at the event. Uh, we played three times, was That's it? That's right. Yeah, that was hard work, but it was fantastic. It was really good fun. Um, and we wandered around and we interviewed some of the fascinating people that were there. There was, uh, there was all sorts of things representing the vintage scene here in New Zealand. Yes, so... All those interviews are coming up, so we've got little snippets. Sorry about some of the background noise. We, we did our best, but it was a very noisy event, so it's a little bit hard to understand. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you can always uh, wait for the subtitles to come up. Now we have uh, vintage trivia. We've got uh, a personal face-to-face with Winky. No phone call this time. That's right. And sorry, there's no movie review this week. Uh, we felt that we had so many interviews we couldn't really fit it in and it would have been an hour and a half show if we had yeah done a new review, yeah so. but next next time i've got a few that you know some vincent price in the works nice nice um so what's the vintage trivia for the, vi- this week? the vi- vintage trivia okay um who starred in the 1961 comedy breakfast at tiffany's now i know it's quite an easy one yes <laughs> <laughs> but it gives me an excuse to tell you lots of interesting trivia about the lady concerned. You've just given it half, half of it away. You well, said lady. Well, <laughs> it was either going to be a lady or a guy. Well. Especially, you know. Okay, all right. So we'll have the answer later on in the program. Now, first up in our Very Vintage Day Out interviews, we've got Winky Waters. Now, People have been wondering just who Winky is, and, and we realised that we, we haven't really given her her no, backstory now. No, we've not explained why we do Where's Winky. Yes, yes. Well, Winky's a very good friend of ours that we met earlier on this year, and um, she is actually a very successful uh, professional photographer. She works um, for the V8 supercars and, you know, but recently... She got very interested in, in vintage and the pinup scene, and she just leapt in. Feet first. Feet first, <laughs> straight into the deep end, and we've never met anyone who's had so much enthusiasm for it. So, And she, she's everywhere as well. She's yes. at every single event, I and mean, everybody knows Winky now. Yes, so so we, we love to talk to her because... Um, we just her enthusiasm is infectious and she's got a brilliant sense of humor so and and she's one of those people that absolutely lives and breathes it so a lot of yes. people kind of do their you know they go down the mine or they're working in the bank or they're a helicopter pilot or whatever and then they get home and they kind of sit around with their slippers on and at the weekend they'll dress up in the vintage 
Winky went fishing in a vintage dress. She she goes, she'll paint the kitchen ceiling in a vintage dress and her hair up in pin curls. Yes, she she's, absolutely loves it. Yeah. She's an unstoppable force. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we've got a face-to-face with her. She was, of course, at a Very Vintage Day Out. Um, what else have we got? Oh, um, this episode is brought to you by Smell-O-Vision. It's a 1950s invention. So if you just close your eyes and take a deep breath in, you smell burnt caramel. Can you get it? No. Burnt caramel, no. like a popcorn? No. No, it's, that's, that's more like an engine oil sort of a smell. You're getting engine oil? Yeah. No, it's burnt Does caramel. Does that mean I'm having a stroke? I don't no, know. I hope not. It's... <laughs> okay, first, okay. Into, the, into the interviews. First one up is, uh, is lovely Winky. So we've got um, face-to-face for once at the Very Vintage Day Out. Winky, how are you? I'm pretty good actually, it's just so overwhelming here, like, there's so many people here that are dressed up just absolutely beautifully, so it's, it's really cool. So what's your impression of the show so far? Oh my gosh, very busy, so many beautiful things, like I'm pretty pleased I don't have my partner's credit card with me, it would be all over. <laughs> so what's your favourite thing so far, what, what's, what's stuck in your head? Probably all the sourpuss bags that are just around the corner, I'm not too sure what the stand is called but there's some beautiful bags over there, so, yeah, lucky I don't have too much money on me or I'll be all gone in 10 <laughs> seconds, I tell you. Fantastic. And yeah. are you going to the tiki party tonight? Unfortunately, I'm not going. Why, why is that? Uh, because um, I've been nominated for a Photographer's Award with the V8 Supercars. Oh, fantastic. So, Congratulations. Yeah, so I have to go and find dine myself, looking fantastic in my retro gear, of course. Great. So um, make sure I stand out. Okay, well, have a great, great night. Good, good luck tonight. Thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll do um, a phone call at random to you sometime soon. Sounds like a plan. Okay, see ya. See you. So we're here with Kay from Cabela Baby. Hi, Kay. Hi. How's it going? Good. Are you enjoying Very Vintage Day? Outside? Oh, I'm having a ball. I've only been to the bar once, which is pretty good for me. But no, it's great. It's been really good, hasn't it? It has, yeah, absolutely. It's really busy as well, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And like I'm talking to people and people are actually buying this year. Last year it was a bit quieter sales-wise, but this year absolutely people are buying. That, that's the impression we're getting yeah. from a, a lot of the people here. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think people saved this year. They knew what they were looking for more. Gotcha. So, and also, I also, I think because it's in a, a smaller space, it's easier for people to walk around and make a comparison and then come back to what they want, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just having the microphone pointed at me because apparently I was. Hang on, we'll just get a bit closer. I was, shall I was, we? I was speaking into the wall. So, so tell, <laughs> tell me about some of the stuff you're involved in at the moment because you just keep popping up on Facebook d- doing all sorts of stuff because apart I'm, from your wonderful clothing brand. Because I'm mental. Um, so for VVDO this year, what we've got is the Pin Up Lounge. So that is a space where people can come and have a um, time out. We've got anything to repair everything. So um, we've had people repairing handbags and shoes and sewing buttons on and <laughs> um, breastfeeding. So a breastfeeding safe zone. Wow, so, that's um, Well, that was really important to us because one of my best friends is breastfeeding. So mm-hmm. that was really important that she had that space so she could come and join us. And um, it's been just great. So I've been doing that. Um, Organising, helping organise Rockabilly Show and Shine. Of course. Which is next weekend. What? We're, we're looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. And then I'm also organising Southern Bell New Zealand, which is the first full pageant in the South Island. So three sections, day wear, beach wear, night wear. Yeah. Um, so we're organising that. And we've got eight finalists 
we've got the first, as far as I'm aware, the first transgender in a pin-up pageant. Oh, fantastic. Which we're really excited about. Yeah. And the final of that is? Is on Saturday night. At the Hop. At the Hop. Yeah. So if you want to come and see these wonderful girls in their vintage, a lot of them are wearing vintage gowns, and I've seen them, they are amazing. Cool. So, um, so I've been doing that, and then I'm going to take a rest and have Christmas off. <laughs> It's only November. You're miles I, away from. I know. I look forward to it. Once Rockabilly's over, yeah. then it's I quiet, and then it ramps up again because we have Muscle Car in January. Oh, of course. I've also been asked to go up to Miss Moonshine, right. and then we've got um, Caroline Bay. Yep. We're going to Beach Hop this year, just yep. as with the Rockabilly guys. We're going up for have fun and. So we're going to see you all of these places we're playing at. I know. It's just going to be like a big party the whole time. So, yeah, so there's a lot going on for the us South Island girls. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, just tell us a, bit, a little bit about your brand. I mean, most people in the vintage scene will know your brand anyway, but yeah, just tell so us. Yeah, so Cabela Baby is, um, we sell reproduction vintage. We um, are the sole stockers for Lorena Jean in, in New Zealand, mm -hmm. um, which is a really um, good entry-level priced um, brand. But we also sell Vanessa Kelly, Retrospect, um, Hellbunny, yep, the lot of the works. Gotcha. Sugar Pops, yeah, so we've got a good range. And if people want to make contact with you or, or buy stuff? Buy what, stuff. What? So you can go look me up on cabalababy.co.nz mm -hmm. or you can come and see me in Bishop Dale Mall in Christchurch. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much for talking to us. You are more than welcome. And we're speaking to uh, Alastair from uh, Retro Radios. Hi Alistair. G'day. Um, we were just wandering around and uh, we decided we were going to just talk to people that um, had got something a little bit different. Now you've got the most amazing stand here, completely full of beautiful um, radios and radiograms and it's, it kind of represents the Art Deco thing better than any, any other stand oh, I've ever seen. I think, I mean, when you, when you say Art Deco, it really is the radios, the old valve radios, that was really their era. In, in, the, in the 30s, the, the workmanship of the cabinets was just phenomenal. Um, and then as, as we got into the 40s, it started getting a little bit more factory orientated, and yeah. so it lost that whole beautiful look that you get with those, I mean, those 30s units. Some, some of these are absolute works of art. And now you've just shown me this. Just, just this, is, this, is, this is a, a Zenith shutter dial, and, and they also call it the Walton one because it's the same radio as you used to see on the, the Walton's TV series. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Um, and what, what this is, the special thing about it is with the shutter, what you do is you turn your shutter selector, and it not only does it does it change the different bands, so it goes from AM to shortwave, okay. but it changes the whole face. The whole face actually literally changes for each different band. So I'm looking at this, and imagine and go, if, yeah, if and the, the, like the, the front of the radio looks like a, an old-fashioned clock, and as the, 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 uh, the dial is being turned, the entire face switches and changes so you can see what you're doing. On it. it's, it's just astonishing. And it's then, beautiful. And feeling the tuner, I mean, it's, it's just so nice. It's, 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 it's got a huge big weight in it, so you can almost feel the, the weight behind the And tuner. I love the big brass yeah. kind of north and south yeah. compass-like dial. So just let, let, just um, take us around some of the more okay. interesting some pieces. Some more interesting pieces. Okay, well, so that's your Zenith shutter dial. Now, if we go down to the back here, this is a beautiful old radiogram from Holland. Now, it's actually, it's already been bought by somebody. somebody it's going to somebody's home. Now, this has got 18 valves in it. Now, your normal radio has five. Right. So this is, this is the real, the, the bee's knees. And in its day, this cost the equivalent of your average family car. Wow. Um, so we're talking, it's, a, it's worth $25,000 in today's terms. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's absolutely and, and, immaculate. I mean, I'm looking at this, 
it looks like it's just come out of the factory. It is literally brand new. There's not a scratch on it. There's not a mark on it. It's absolutely astonishing. Where, where, do, you, where do you source your stuff from? There's a wonderful tool on, on the internet called Trade Me, where I get, I get a few things through there. But I also get a lot through actual customers, through people that just, just phone me up. I have, you know, say, an old guy who's, who's gotten a bit too past it and he's re retiring, mm -hmm. he, he's downgrading, he's going into a rest home. And the family go into the shed and there's 20 radios in there. What do we do with Dad's old radios, you know? And, and you're the go-to guy. And I'm the go-to guy. So I have a few contacts uh, that are a couple of museums that are, if it's a particularly rare model or, or a particularly sought-after model that yep. I sort of put through them and the rest of them, they come through me, we restore them and add Bluetooth to them so that you can then use them as a modern stereo amplifier. Oh, so you get the antique, but it's still but functional. It's still functional. Fantastic. So, and, yeah. so, so if people want to get in touch with you either to, either to buy something or to um, offer you something, yep. uh, where's your website? Our website's Retro Radios. Dot NZ. So dot .nz, not dot .co.nz. Not dot .co .nz, It's right. just dot .nz. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Retro Radios New Zealand. Yep. Um, and you can email me at retro.radios at actrix.co.nz. Fantastic. Um, you can find me. Put Retro Radios into your search engine. I should be at the top of the list. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Alistair. You're nice welcome. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Velvet Decolette, uh, Miss Pinup New Zealand 2017. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello, I'm just taking my bangles off so they don't clack everywhere. Oh, very thoughtful yeah. of you. Yes, this is <laughs> this is an audio only sort of medium, so it's a little bit like, you know, people have to imagine, imagine, imagine have a visual image that of that I'm wearing going on. 17 bangles and they're all clacking together yes. at once. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, so. How are you enjoying Very Vintage Day Out? Tell us about your experience so far. I love Very Vintage Day Out. Um, it's basically a candy store for me because I have a fashion background. So I just walk around going, oh my God, I love your dress. Oh my God, I love your outfit. Oh my God, look at your shoes. Um, so it's a really exciting day for me because I get to see everyone and everyone's in a good mood and I get to see all the outfits and the cars. And it's just great for me. I love it. So you don't live in Auckland, do you? You're out somewhere in the... I am in the middle of nowhere. Just left of nowhere, actually. Uh, um, I'm in Waikino in the Karangahaki Gorge. Ooh, so very, very, very... pretty area. Very rainy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so it's actually nice for me to get back into the city because I'm from Auckland. So I, I actually miss the bustle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so... How did you find being Miss Pinup New Zealand? What was that like? Your whole year has come to an end. You have to pass on your crown. How do you feel? It's actually gone so fast. I, I feel like it's maybe been a couple of months, not an entire year. Um, but it's been really good. I've been um, focusing on my blogging and I did an anti-bullying fundraiser, which was really a big deal to me. It was really important to me. And the Pinup community got behind it 100%, which was very exciting um, and very humbling. And that was to raise money for um, the Anti-Bullying Initiative Trust, which works in schools and workplaces. Um, and I made little pins and sold them and people actually bought them, which was great. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and I've been working uh, with my Facebook group, The Pinup Posse, which supports new pinups. Um, so people who don't know 
you know, how to do their makeup yet or what they should be doing or what they should be wearing. That's really cool. And so I basically just help them and I have um, a bunch of other sort of grown mama pinups who help me answer all their questions so that they feel like they have a safe place to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. So how would this say I was a, a baby pinup and I really wanted to know more. How would I find out about this and where do I go? You just go onto Facebook and search for the pinup posse and you'll have to answer a couple of questions so I can accept your membership just so I know you're not a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep it safe for my babies. Yeah. Um, so you can just go on and ask to join. It'll just ask you a couple of questions that you answer. I'll take a quick look at your profile to make sure you're legit and then you're in and you can ask any questions that you want to ask. That's great. Awesome. Okay. Um, how's the pageant going? What are your what are your thoughts so far? I'm It's been so varied. Like I didn't expect the variety of talents that we had. Um, so that was really exciting because they were all really different. Like there was a sign language one that I thought was awesome because it was really inclusive. And there was a dance act and then there was like Tupperware and someone changing a time, which I can't do. So I was really impressed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's some real Especially not yeah. that fast. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great. I'm really looking forward to seeing the evening wear tomorrow because that's my favorite section. Um, so I'm hoping that they pull out all the stops for that. Awesome. Great. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about? Any initiatives in the, uh, anything in the works? Anything that you are Um, I am with? still selling my fundraising pins uh, for the Anti-Bullying Initiative Trust. You can get them um, directly from me, Velvet Declet, on Instagram or Facebook or through my Etsy store. They're $18 and all of the profits go to the Initiative Trust. I'm almost at my $1,000 fundraising goal. Wow, that's great. Um, so if you haven't got one of those, get one. I've seen quite a few people wearing them today, which has given me the, the warm fuzzies, which has been really exciting. So thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much for talking to us and um, good luck for the rest of the Vintage Day Out and all your future endeavors. Thank you, you too. All right, bye. So we are lucky enough to be speaking to very vintage day out organizers, Sheena and Mike. Hello guys. Hey. Um, thank you for giving us a few seconds because you, you guys are ridiculously busy. I've, this is the first time I've seen you where you've only been talking to one person at a time today. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody just comes out to us all the time. But to be honest, it's been a fabulous day. We've had no incidents. It's just been really good fun, eh? Yeah, look, we've had loads of cool people through the doors and all the, all the vendors are happy, all, all, the, all the visitors to the show have had a great time. Yeah, I and think that's, that's all, all you can ask for. I mean, last year's event was, was great, um, but it was a very big space. Yes. And organising that alone must have been, like, really hard work. I think this, because this is, I mean, it's still a big space, but just slightly more manageable. And the atmosphere this year is fantastic. Yeah, look, it is, it is. And... Um, the new venue, you know, there's some good reasons behind moving moving the event from Shed 10 to here at ASB Showgrounds. There's yep. lots of parking here, and it's all on one level, and that was the two key pieces of feedback we took away from last year to Absolutely. make it a better experience for, for vendors and, and attendees. The, the feedback we've been getting, because we've been chatting to quite a lot of people, uh, from the vendor's point of view, is that it's been much more successful for them, because it sounds like people feel like they can do a couple of laps and see what they want, 
and then actually go and get something. Whereas I think before, having to do the two stories and up and down stairs, people were just running out of steam, having a coffee and going home, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It was almost like it was two, two, two events yes. last year on two levels. But, yes. So it's a whole lot more manageable and um, it just flows better. No, and, and there's been really good entertainment too. There was this really cool <laughs> band that was on. <laughs> and around, around, mid, yeah, around midday. They were pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we only just made it. <laughs> uh, about, about 15 minutes before we were due on, uh, our drummer was still trying to find a car parking space. Oh, he, he's, no. he's doing about six shows this weekend with, oh, with okay. various bands, so he was cutting it a bit close. And, right, right. So just tell us a bit, how, how did you end up putting this event together? And I mean... <laughs> Um, long story short, Sheena used to work um, for ATED, Work on Tourism Events and Economic Development, uh, doing major events delivery. Yep. She got sick of the corporate world, wanted to get out, saw that this show was for sale, so we did a little bit of due diligence and then decided to buy it. Um, we, we bought it in 2016, ran our first, um, first show last year at Shed 10. This is our second attempt at it um, here at ASP Showgrounds. and. Um, that's how it happened. We run, run the business out of our little home office. So this is basically your job. This event is your job. It's only my job. Okay. Only my job. I no, still Michael still goes and works. Various <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me. So I'm I'm on it, and um, actually it just gives me more time with my grandson as well. Fair enough. That's what I was after. Well, and and you're happy with how it's going, are you? Absolutely, absolutely, of course. I mean, this has been this has been fantastic. Now we are really looking forward to the tiki party oh. tonight. We're not quite sure what to expect, but everyone we've spoken to that's going has told us about their their willingness to drink daiquiris, and and their outfits, which seem <coughs> seem to. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> He's Sorry about the, that. Wa the walkie-talkie going off in the background. He's. Sorry, a, he, he, they, they need to contact you. Yeah, that, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be just another extreme of fashion and, and wonderfulness. I think it will be um, and it's been hilarious because we've been sold out for a while and if it, all the social media that's been going on about it, yeah. people wanting to buy tickets and begging for tickets and we're like wow we've got some hot property here so yeah. I think what it does is it's uh, affordable for um, people to come it was just $15, yeah. and I think that it, it was an affordable where they could all come and have a good time, because a lot of people are here for the weekend, so that's why we did it. No, it's fantastic. It's yeah. a great idea. We even had some scalpers yeah. reselling tickets. Yep. Well, there, was there was people begging for tickets on, on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we spoke to someone just now, and oh, oh, she's got a ticket. Look. I've got a spare one right here, actually. <laughs> I not say that. Just one. <laughs> so... Um, what what um, I mean? Can you give us a bit of an inside, Jen? What what's um, what's the what's well no? What's the plans for next year? Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have a debrief next week, right. and we'll sit down and um, look at you know look at the wash up. And um, do you think it'll be? Are you happy with the venue? Think it'll be here? Oh, the venue. We will be using this venue Great. definitely. Um, it's got the parking, and it's in the middle of town. Uh, yep. So yeah, it's it's a great venue from our point of view. If if we get a whole lot more vendors, we can always whack a marquee up. You know, around the side somewhere, and uh -huh. um, yeah, it's good idea. so that, if that happens, can, it's fine. Can we make a, a request as as uh, entertainers? Maybe. Um, because there's so many bands that have double bass players, you need a slightly bigger backstage area. Oh. Bigger green got, room. You've got th three people with double basses, and then you've got all the rest of the bands yeah. trying to literally. Yeah. Uh, 
people like Hetty and the, and the double bass, that's it. That's the backstage area gone. Absolutely, you know, but the trouble is we couldn't fit all the vendors in. Of course. In. That no, was absolutely. our issue no, this no, year, so that's yeah. why... Um, we'll, we'll come to a compromise. Yes, we might somewhere. need to actually look at extending Ooh. out next year. Yeah, or back, so. back the stage onto one of the doors and have a big marquee as the backstage area. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we'll sort something out. Yeah. Right, fantastic. Look, thank you so much for speaking to us and um, good luck with the rest of the weekend. Thanks very much. Thanks, thank Steve. Thanks, Hattie. So we're with uh, Rosemary from uh, Rosemary Custom Shirt Design. Um, we know you quite well because you've already made uh, two or three shirts for the Boom yes. Boom Deluxe team. Yes, I've got up close and personal with them, taking the, measure, <laughs> taking the measurements and yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just tell us a little bit about, uh, about your business, how you started it and you know, the kind of what, what makes it all tick. Okay, so um, I was a teacher for 25 years. Yeah. Had a kind of a little midlife crisis thing, didn't want to be that old grumpy old teacher that everybody hated, so I thought, what else do I do with my life? So sewing for me is my happy place and I just go sit behind the machine and create and it's fantastic. So I've been going about two years. I started because my husband's into hot rods okay. and I made some shirts for him. Oh, they're so good, you should sell them. Yeah. You know, uh, no, they won't ever happen, but I did and two years later here I am making a living. It's fantastic. No, scraping a living, shall I say? So, if you want, if you want a shirt made made to order, and they're beautiful, and there's an amazing variety of patterns and yeah, designs. Yeah, over 100 fabrics. I get all my fabrics from the states. And I know it's all about price, but they're cheaper than most of the things you buy off the sh off the shelf. Yeah, it, because I'm not out. And I, this isn't an entrepreneurial exercise. It's all about life choices and yeah. living a life that I'm. They're happy fantastic. To live. Absolutely fantastic. So it looks like the band's about to go on stage. Okay. So we're not going to be here for much longer. Thank you so much for talking to us, Rosemary. My absolute pleasure. So what, what's your website? Uh, www.rosemary.nz. Fantastic. See ya. So we are with uh, Jessica, Jessica Cooper from the uh, Fly DC3 team. Yes. Now, tell us a little bit about what you guys do. This looks fascinating. Well, we're actually a fully registered airline in New Zealand. And in fact, we've got our proper air operator certificate here, which shows that we really are an airline, just like Air New Zealand, Qantas, Virgin Australia. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and all our pilots, our captains, are all current commercial airline pilots. Uh, the first officers, they can be air traffic controllers, pilots, engineers as well. So we are proper, professionally run by, by that. All our cabin crew, we're all current military or former military or commercial aviation. So we all run as a proper airline. So the point of difference being? The point of difference being, well, we fly back in time, as you can see from behind me. We fly back in time, so we have a retro aircraft but we operate it professionally and modernly. Gotcha, so, so are they DC-3s or...? It's a DC-3, we have one DC-3, yeah. her name's Betsy, <laughs> yeah, and we love her to bits, she's really lovely. Yeah. So um, how many people does that fit? We can take up to 30 but we keep it down to 28 because we always have two cabin crew now. Okay. Yeah, so one of the cabin crew takes up two seats. So if someone wanted to um, jump on board and, and do the whole retro flight thing, um, where could they go to? Where... Well, we're based at Ardmore. We've got our own World War II hangar and uh, modern rooms that we uh, introduce people into. 
and they come out in through the rooms and out into the hangar and that's where we have beautiful tables set up like what you see behind us. So obviously the viewers can't see this no, but they've got can't. a lovely kind of vintage tea yeah. and, and cakes and champagne, champagne and it's just wonderful. boards and little cakes and things like that. So if you do a scenic flight then we have chocolate biscuits and if you do a charter then we have all these lovely goodies and dainties here. And, yeah. and so how long is the flight? Where do you fly to? Okay, we've got a selection of flights. Yeah. Uh, we do the regular Auckland City scenic flights and they're about half an hour. So we do them some Saturdays, some Sundays, depending on if we're away on a charter. And it's also weather permitting, you know, if it's raining sure. or foggy then we don't because that's not fair. The other thing we do is what's called Wittianga Days Out. So in the summer we choose three days over summer and it means Aucklanders can come and join us and we go away and have a picnic or go out for lunch or do something at Wittianga and that's that's a really good day out for people. People just love it. Beautiful. Now, do you have a website where people can find out more? Yes, flydc3.co.nz. Flydc3.co.nz. Thank you so much for talking You're to welcome. us. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. So we're uh, with the lovely Vanessa Kelly. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm sure most people in the vintage scene know you anyway. But you would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just give us a bit of, a bit of a rundown on, on, on what you do. So I have been uh, making vintage inspired clothes for the last four years now under my label Vanessa Kelly. Um, so that is my full time job. But I also do that alongside doing wardrobe work for theatre shows. Um, some of the big touring shows that come through oh, and some of the smaller ones. So I kind of have all of that coming together. So you're burning, you're not only burning a candle at both ends, but in the middle as well. I'm pretty sure that there's like no wick left no to burn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I know Hetty uh, owns several of you, several items made, but uh, your, your stuff is always beautifully made. Thank you. Um, do you use um, vintage patterns or? I use, the, kind of, I take the best of the shapes of vintage clothes and then create my own. So I do all the making myself, I do the designing myself, I do the choosing of fabrics myself, I do it all myself. That's Therefore, why there's no wick left. <laughs> and and the, your, your fabrics, you source them all over the world? Yeah, so a lot of them I use American cottons because they're a really good quality, good weight, and the prints that you can get are just far more interesting and just cooler. Fantastic. Now, if people want to have a look at um, what you've got, um, what's your website? So my website is www.vanessakellyclothing.com. Um, or if they're down at Very Vintage Day Out this weekend, they can come and see me at stand number 13. Lovely. Thanks a lot, Vanessa. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, uh, we're with uh, Sarah Jane from the, uh, you better tell us. The South Auckland Federation of Women's Institute. So, the Women's Institute. Now, my only knowledge, I guess, as a lot of people's would be, was, is from that uh, the famous British calendar shoot and the movie. Tell us a bit about the organisation here in New Zealand. So the organisation is basically Women's Friendship, and they've been going for 97 years, so we're coming up to our 100th year in 2021. So we're trying to modernise Women's Institute, we're trying to revive it and bring it back to life. So what sort of things does the, the organisation do? What, I mean, what's, um, what would you... Uh, 
how would you benefit by being a member, shall we say? Okay, so it's a friendship group with a, with a purpose, and our purpose is to support our communities, and that's done by lots of different ways. So lots of our ladies make hospital dolls for the Starship Hospital and Kids First. They do knitting for the prem wards, knitting for the maternity hospitals. And then they do things like the modern things like pyjama drives that we've just had for winter. So buying pyjamas. What's a pyjama drive? So so lots of children don't have pyjamas. Really? Yeah. And so what it is, is keeping families warm. And so what you do is you buy a pair of pyjamas from farmers or TNT or wherever, and you donate them to one of our groups, and our ladies take them off to where they're needed. So whether it be local schools or hospitals, that sort of thing. Then there's the, um, what is it, the Foster Hope Undy Drive. So our Karaka ladies have just done that, and that's for foster children who get placed, and sometimes it's quite distressing for them, and they get upset and, and... and they might have an accident. Oh, so then okay. the, that's where the undies and panties come wow. into play. So they're given and donated to them. So that, that's some of the modern things that we're kind of contributing to our community. So apart, apart from being a social group, you're a um, like a charitable organisation as well? Absolutely. We do. We give back into our communities, either financially. Some of our institutes are very financial and do lots of fundraising. And so they can afford to give dollars back to different um, charities. But most of our ladies actually donate with their time and and giving in product, which is really important. Fantastic. And how have you found Very Vintage Day Out as an event? So Very far? Vintage Day Out is amazing. I love it. I came last year with Charlene, my sidekick, and we had such a fun time. And we just thought that the vintage community is exactly what Women's Institute is all about. It's about looking out for each other, supporting each other yeah. and, and giving each other what we need and that's and so it's a really good fit. So I thought it was a perfect opportunity to promote what we're doing. We're promoting opening three new institutes next year and they're going to be nighttime meetings so you get to have dinner and wine <laughs> and friendship. And <laughs> so we're opening one in Point Chevalier, we're opening one in Newmarket, and we're also opening one down in Hamilton. And I've been very lucky to get on board some of the girls from Very Vintage Day Out. So Fran, she's going to be opening and talking at our Point Chev one. Miss Victory Violet is going to be talking at our Newmarket one. And down in Hamilton, Miss Monique Sweet, MC today, she is going to be talking at our Hamilton one. So it's it's great to have them on board to get the ladies, so to draw the ladies in, have a really fun time, and then hopefully continue to do that in in a Women's Institute environment. So if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about what you guys do, uh, is there a website? There is a website, but to contact me directly, they need to um, go either to Facebook and they need to go on South Auckland, which is SA, Women's Institute. Um, Oh, sorry, that's the Instagram. And then Facebook is South Auckland Federation of WI. So South Auckland Federation of WI. Am I allowed to give out my mobile number? If you want to, yeah. So they can bear in mind this will be broadcast around the world, so you might get some weird calls. (laughs) Maybe not, hey. No, no, maybe not. (laughs) I'm I'm Um, sure people will track you down on Facebook. Yeah, find me, Sarah Jane Crooks. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, so send me a message. Lovely. Thank you so much for speaking to us. No, thank you for the opportunity. Now, our trivia question. Who was the leading lady in the 1961 romantic comedy Breakfast at Tiffany's? And I'm sure everyone got this. It was, of course, Audrey Hepburn, one of the most uh, elegant and 
beautiful actresses. One of my favourite style inspirations. Which is why I included the question, really. Wow. <laughs> um, Hepburn regarded this as one of her most challenging roles because naturally she was very, very shy and introverted. And to have to play a kind of a bubbly, wacky extrovert um, was, was really tough for her. Did you know she originally trained as a ballet dancer? Ooh, no, I did not. Yeah. Um, she gave up dancing in favour of acting because their family grew up in the wartime and they were basically struggling to feed the family. So there was lots of malnutrition in, in their entire area, not just in their, their own family. And because of that, her petite and frail physique just made it difficult for her to ever become a, a really truly great dancer her mm, it's physically very hard to to do ballet i mean she she was dancing for one of the, uh, the the top dance schools in paris and they said she had lots of talent but she physically wouldn't be able to do it um i i would argue that she is one of the most stylish and elegant and She's kind of the classic female face of the 60s. Oh, absolutely. I would totally agree with you there. Now, her first big movie was a, a great film. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's, it's got so many good things going with it. It's was, uh, was called Roman Holiday, alongside a uh, giant superstar in, in all ways. I mean, he was about six foot four, six foot five, Gregory Peck. Um, and this is a nice little bit of trivia. Originally, Gregory Peck was going to be listed as the star and underneath in kind of much smaller letters and introducing Audrey Hepburn. Um, apparently, once they'd finished shooting it, Gregory Peck went to the director and said, look, she has to have equal billing. Eventually, her name was above his in the credits because he said, this girl is going to be an absolute star. And if her name is in smaller letters, I'm going to look like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> And he was right. I mean, she went on to be a phenomenal star. Um, when she got a bit older, she kind of shifted her focus. Um, she stopped making quite so many movies and um, she eventually became a representative for UNICEF. So she was travelling around the world kind of being the face of lots of charities, but she ended up being a UNICEF representative. Wow. Funnily enough, Roger Moore that we talked about in the previous show, he was also a UNICEF representative as well. Oh. That's good to yeah, hear. All round good eggs. Ah, retrogasmic. Thank you for joining us uh, for our very vintage day out special. If you're ever in Auckland. Uh, in early November, make sure you get along to it. It's a fantastic event. Yes, we, we loved uh, being there and, and the privilege of playing. And once again, thank you to Mike and Sheena for um, having us and for putting on such a great event. A, a, a phenomenal amount of organisation. Um, coming up in future shows, we've got interviews with uh, Noddy Watts, who organises the legendary Beach Hop. That's the biggest festival in New Zealand pretty much now. Last year, 5% of the total population of New Zealand went to that festival. How about that? 
And that's pretty cool. Imagine if that was in America, how many people would be there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Robbie and some of the organisers from the Rockabilly Show and Shine Festival in New Brighton near Christchurch. Which is coming up this weekend. Which we are playing at. And that's a great, great venue. Uh, really. So good. if you're down in Christchurch or anywhere in the South Island and feel like going to the New Brighton area... Um, Come Along is a great cause because it uh, supports the, the, the community. local they, community after the earthquake. They were absolutely battered by the earthquake four or five years ago and, and all the profits from this from this event every year go to local businesses and, to, and, and straight back into the community. So it's a fantastic thing. What else have we got? Oh, um, a wonderful uh, interview with Glenn Matlock, who is the bass player with the Sex Pistols. Um, He's doing a two, three-year solo tour at the moment, just him and an acoustic guitar. When he's um, in the UK, he has people like Earl Slick, who was uh, David Bowie's guitarist, and Slim Jim Phantom from the Stray Cats on drums. But when he's, when he's out on the road on his own, it's just him and his acoustic guitar. He plays, he sings, he tells stories. It's a fascinating guy. So um, looking forward to putting that one out. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Um, ch- oh, and iTunes. Don't forget about iTunes. Yes, yeah. Um, we could do with some reviews and subscribes on iTunes, please. It really helps a new show get off the ground can really appreciate it anyway thank you and we'll see you next time thank you bye Retro-gasmic.